this is gonna be a podcast where we talk huck, offer opinions, laugh, swear a bit too much, and you listen and hopefully share your opinions with us. We're Shahina, Nabs, and Nikki, and welcome to episode four. Hey everyone. So this week, Nabs has brought on a lovely friend of hers as Yay. a guest. Nabs, introduce her. Hi everyone. Thanks so much for joining joining us again today. Um, today we are going to be discussing hmm, what it's like to be a Muslim or a divorced Muslim woman who's now thrown back into this dating pool. And on our show we have Tahira, a very close friend of mine, who's recently divorced and we just wanted to know Okay, let me let me leave it to her to to talk about what she's been experiencing. But uh, before we get into that, let's talk about what's happening, what's what's going on, what's new. Uh, how, yeah, how's your week been, Nikki? Horrible. It's been it's so busy. Um, I shouldn't say horrible because it is a real privilege to be busy in this economy, and I just remind myself that all the time but it's been exhausting there's been a lot a lot on the burn how have you Mm. guys been also busy i've been at this ice hockey tournament whole week oh my god i'm so jealous these guys i don't know if it's all the testosterone but they've got me hot and bothered like some of them are not that hot but i don't know it's the the aggression for me i think i need therapy (laughs) Also, they're all quite tall, hey? Yes. Oh my yeah, god. That's looking at them. <laughs> yeah, you've 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 seen that all their profiles on Insta. So I mean I've been I've been there. Been looking. <laughs> I'm planning on coming tonight because you see South Africa's playing, right? South Africa's playing and Thailand. And Thailand's got some really nice looking guys. Okay, wonderful. Tahira, are you there? I'm here. Hi everybody. Hi. <laughs> I was, good, good. I was hoping you guys would let me in now because the ice hockey situation has piqued my interest. These guys are bumping and slamming into each other. It's a bit homoerotic, maybe. I don't know. Oh. I mean, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. 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 Um, but we good. It's been good. I've had such an exhausting week, guys. I really... Why? I'm feeling a little bit resentful for being a fucking glorified Uber driver. And <laughs> it's a lot, man. It, yeah. it really got to me this week. And I'm happy for the long weekend so that I can get a break and just regroup, you know, and feel like, okay, cool. Plus, the tool is so cuck dear. It's not even a joke. It's so horrible. I honestly don't know what, how we're supposed to live. And also like electricity's gone up. Petrol's gone up. I saw someone tweet, uh, everything's expensive and nothing works. And I couldn't sum it up better. (laughs) Absolutely. Agree. 100,000%. It's just a a little bit too much now. But I did read that the government is now pushing for uh, stay at home work from home, remote work vibes, which I'm all about. So mm-hmm. you know, maybe that's the silver lining, you know, if you... Look, 
yeah, working from home for the past two years, I think that that is a better way to work. And the way things are going with the economy, just as you guys were saying, it's so expensive to just drive to anywhere. The cost of fuel, the cost of bread. So perhaps this is this is the new dispensation that we should all be getting into. Absolutely, I agree. Okay, I mean, I feel like we can go on forever about how expensive things are, and you know, just the state of the world. But today, I really want to focus on um, a Muslim woman, a divorced Muslim woman, which is already such taboo. Um, <laughs> And like for for us in being in our late 30s now, I can't believe that we now late that is my God. Um, and what it is to be part of a dating world again, you know, uh, prior to marriage, being married for a very long time, and then finding yourself here in this nest. So yeah, I'm on its nest. Yeah, mm. and I think between Shaina, Tahira, and myself, and Nikki's the undercover Muslim, so I feel like she's also going to come. <laughs> um, what has your experience been versus what you thought it was going to be? And where are you now? Where are you at? Okay. Um, so I got divorced uh, almost a year ago, last year, May. And I had been in that relationship for 18 years. And so to come, yeah. That's my whole adult, right? That's my whole 20s, um, most of my 30s. And so to come out of a marriage and now I need to go back into the dating world. And the last time I dated was 19. Was (laughs) (laughs) Like the the things are not, nothing is the same. Um, And... I, you know, it felt like going into the wilderness. Like, how do you date now um, when dating seemed so easy back then? You just met people naturally. You were at campus. Um, things just felt easier. And so now at 38, like, how do I go about this now? Plus, we were in COVID. So there wasn't really any social gatherings. And yeah. word on the street was dating apps. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, know what a, uh, yeah, what a mess yeah. that is. It is a, it is a total mess. Um, so it, it really, I'm still, to this day, I'm not sure how to go about it. I still feel, you know, unstable, like I'm walking with two left feet in the dating world. It just, nothing makes sense to me. And I don't, I don't really know how to navigate it. Same girl, same. Same, same, same. I still don't know how to navigate the shit. You said that you've been divorced for just over a year now. No, not even, right? And, uh, and, uh, yeah, in May I'll be divorced. I have been divorced for what? I think seven, maybe eight years. Eight years, yeah. yeah? And that's equivalent to the time that I was married. Um, Gosh. Mm. That's... If you're asking for answers, we don't have them. I don't know because every experience seems to just <laughs> make it even worse. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. And I used to have this list of okay, I would never date someone who, and then there would be this this list. But mm. 
time has passed, I've been scratching off in order to make it more. Uh, the standards have been lowered. The standards have been lowered. But, <laughs> I but that's a problem, right? I don't want to compromise, but I also I also don't want to be unrealistic. So where do you find the middle ground? And that's exactly it. So I don't see it as standards that have been lowered, but rather being more realistic. So right. mm, I'll give you an example. So I thought it would not make sense for me to date, to enter into any sort of romantic situation with a non-Muslim man. And the reason for that, my reasons for that are vast. You know, there's, there's a lot of things... Mm happening in my head to make that to to feel that that makes sense but as the time has passed I feel like you know what let's start with are you a fucking decent human being if I look back at my journey of where I was I mean for me it's now 10 years so that's a long time and Mm -hmm. I haven't had anyone because yes in the beginning like you said I had this long list of he needs to tick all these boxes. And obviously that list has been decimated and oh, shrunk. Annihilated. And I to compromise. Um, I mean, I don't have, I don't have a thing of it needs to be a Muslim guy. Yeah. And in fact, if I'm completely honest, I don't even need to get married. Yeah. yeah. That's how, yeah. that's where yeah. I am. I don't, if I live with someone, I'm happy. Honestly, that's, that'll work for me. That's my own personal place where I'm at in life but we we I don't know where to meet these men and I find in our age group I mean we're all in our late 30s right, right. I find I'm 28 of, I'm 28 yeah so the men, <laughs> the men in our age group, <laughs> yeah. so, are the same I'm age talking, <laughs> we are the same yes. age <laughs> so the men specifically Muslim men in our age I feel that they've still got very old Old school thinking, very traditional. Old school gedachtes. Uh, uh, old, old school gedachtes. Uh, That's not a vibe for me. Like, we are yeah. involved. How about? But this is where the stigma comes from, though, right? The stigma yes. and the shame. Like, I, yes, yes. I don't feel I don't feel ashamed of the fact that I'm divorced. I feel like no. I made the right yeah. choice for myself and my my kids. Yeah. But but you but people don't ask, right? No. Family members don't ask how are you doing? How no. you know? How is our things post-divorce? Yeah. Um, and so, like, do you are you supposed to be ashamed? Are you supposed yeah. to are you supposed to be hiding under a rock because you never made this thing work? Yeah. Um, yeah. And and if you want to get into a relationship with someone and you have these men with these antiquated ideas, unwilling to approach you, perhaps yes. I don't know because and, you you've been divorced you you mm. no longer virgin you're divorced and you've got kids yeah. <laughs> like you, you know right right around um, so think, like what do you do yeah okay so let me tell you a story right I have the I there's somebody I know and he got divorced so he had two kids from from his first marriage and when I chatted to him about it he was really cut up and whatever and whatever and he said to me you know that I would really like to marry a virgin and I thought, you fucking piece of... <laughs> what? what? Yes, they say this oh. stuff, Nikki. But that was one of the questions that I was actually going to ask. It's like you, you're saying that men our age have antiquated ideas about what relationships means. But I don't feel like men our age want to date women their own age. 
No, they don't. That's the they thing, don't. Nikki. Like I like for us men our age want to date twenty year olds yes. because that's the younger. And people that want to date <laughs> us are twenty years our senior. I'm not, <laughs> Oh, 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 like 15 years to a junior. That's I another mean, side of it. I don't mind being a I don't mind. I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> but I don't know if I'm going to be comfortable with a guy that's in his pension. No, I'm not going to be comfortable. No. I'm not, oh, I'm not in his pension, Taira. <laughs> Come on. <clears throat> I mean, um, <laughs> it's so interesting that you mentioned that Nabs. I was okay, guys. My past is very. Yeah, I did a lot of shit. I, I feel like Shaina is like you. I had many hookup times. Okay, yeah. I'm like I'm a massive hoe proudly. <laughs> I feel no shame for that, saying that. Own it, own it. I was hooking up with this guy, and it was a younger guy, and I was having fun. He was having fun. But then I found out he had a girlfriend. Okay. And to ta- and obviously after I found out he had a girlfriend, I broke it off because I'm like, I want to have fun, but I don't want to get things going on there. Yes. But yeah. he told yeah. me that his girlfriend is a virgin and he wants to keep her pure for himself. Oh my, oh my God. Oh my God. I was location. so nauseated. I was so nauseous. Uh, I'm like, okay, yeah, then this is a, if you if that's how your where your mind is, that you're keeping your wife, your girlfriend pure for when she becomes a wife, mm-hmm. then Deal. I don't know what you're thinking about me. And it's Deal. exactly it's it's exactly the same with maybe men the way they view divorced women. So they are okay to um hook up with you and be yes. but they're not willing to take on the responsibility. Of mm. to be married to you, you know. Um, yeah. You and I had this discussion, and I mean, if I'm clear about what I want here, then I can respect that. If this yes. is want, and we talk about it, and we're both okay with it, then we are two consenting adults, and there's nothing. This is what it is. But when you are with someone, and you have this idea that okay, this is what it is, and he's totally not there then that's not okay right dating back then versus dating now sure the way conversations and the way important things get misconstrued to be it's it's totally misinterpreted because there's no fucking tone you know there's no tone and Mm. always thinking this is this and this is that so are you ever really on the same fucking page the thing that I found refreshing between dating now and dating back then is the upfrontness of it. Mm. Is, that a, is that a word? <laughs> the, the way that we people words, are like, <laughs> the way that the way that people are open and honest about what they want. That I found refreshing. Mm. That I can say, this is what I want. Um, this is where I'm at. Are you are you okay with it? If you're not okay with it, cool. I'll, I'm out. You know. Mm. Um, that that for me is like adult relationships that you should have the time and the space to be honest about what you want what your expectations are but the risk is of course that people are perhaps not honest with that and you can't as you say Nabila because of the of the technological platforms that we find ourselves on how do you assess the authenticity of somebody or the honesty of somebody on a chat 
for me, you can't. It's not. It's not possible. You know, it's a difficult. It's a difficult thing to navigate. Yeah, I. I mean, I agree one hundred thousand percent. I agree. It's so difficult to know exactly what what the vibe is, and even. Mm. Been in instances where I'm like, okay, cool. This is what what's this is how I'm treating blah blah blah, blah. and then um, I don't think that a lot of men can handle the the directness of that. Mm. Mm. Um, so I don't know if I water it down a little bit and then get myself into cut because I didn't say exactly what I wanted to say because. I wasn't sure where he was at, and all of that bullshit comes to play as well, you know. Um, so I don't know. I just really wish we could. I could be walking down the street and then see somebody I like, and then yeah, because I don't. I was like a series. Yeah, I was joking I was yesterday. Serious. I was joking yesterday. I said I don't. I don't want to go out to meet and find someone. I want some guy to knock on my door looking for some random address and stop the other accident and then we have a meet cute. Like <laughs> a 90s love story. Organizing my doorstep. <laughs> um, but what I wanted to say about the the tech being in a technological world now, if I started dating probably what like in our late in the late 90s. Um and Obviously, back then, you met people organically at a wedding, at a khadat. Mm, right. you know? that's, yeah. that's how we met yes. people. You could immediately use body language and tone. You could use those things to gauge. And your eyes. Them. You could use your eyes. Your eyes. And who this person is connected to, who their family is. Okay, he's a friend of this one. Oh, he's this one's cousin. So they were sort of, we knew each other. Yeah. Phone me on my landline. Phone me. Yeah, there's none of that. So for me, like for me, I would say if you're chatting to someone, whether it's Tinder, doesn't matter if it's what app you're on, I think get to a first date as soon as possible. As soon as possible. And that waste your time chatting for a month. Get to the date after the first week. See if there's a vibe. If not, move on, honestly. Like Guys. it's not wasting you know, honestly, for me, when I when I was on Tinder, I had no intention of meeting anybody. <laughs> Ding it! I was using it as like a confidence boost, you know, just yeah. talking and whatever. But I was because I'm so fucking scared. I'm so scared. Mm. Eventually, I got. I wasn't so scared anymore, and I went on a couple of dates. And that, you know, that's the best advice, really, just to go. Yeah. And, and see, because I'm such a big believer in your body responds to people, to places. And, and right. So this one guy, for instance, I, I got into his car and I was like, yeah, no. And then <laughs> immediately, you know, and, and we're still friends, which is great. But mm. um, just getting to that point is also a little bit tough. It's daunting. I mean, you guys have a lot more experience. You guys are longer divorced than I am. Me it's experts. daunting. And, and, and you experts. <laughs> uh, so, we so don't like want to be experts. We don't want to be experts at this. <laughs> so, like initially, I did. I did go on a couple of dates. 
like how soon like obviously after your divorce i'm not gonna lie after my divorce it took a long time before i even it took me cat long cat long look at look at it was it I, I have to be honest, it wasn't for purposes of a relationship. It yeah. was because of the space that I was in. It's like Tabula says, it was a confidence booster. I needed mm-hmm. to for myself. Yeah. Yes. And okay. I wasn't sure I if I could to... mention that here on live TV, but <laughs> that you went on the yeah. right? I thought you are so yes. fucking brave, maybe. That is well done. Well done. Yeah. So, so, um, so, but listen, the thing, it was so overwhelming, right? So I went on these. I was, I, I needed the confidence booster. I needed to determine if who I was, the not yeah. not internally, externally. Yeah. Now, after my life experience of an eighteen-year relationship, if I was still attractive, if people yes. still found me attractive, absolutely. You want to know if you if you desire yes. <laughs> You know, so, because- it was, and then it was super overwhelming um and then I, I you know I stopped yeah because I also needed you know I got the confirmation that I needed and then I needed to step back a bit so I think I was maybe soon after my Ida, I think maybe two or three months after that and so okay. I thought okay let, let me check this out um, and then I, I didn't do it for long, maybe maybe a month or two. And then I was like, no, I, this is a bit overwhelming because it yeah. was just... Nick, do you know what an Ida is? And I stopped. I was just messaging in the WhatsApp group now <laughs> um, to ask. Huh? Yes, no, I don't know. So when you get divorced, um, the woman is meant to stay home or out of the public eye for a period of four months and 10 days. Oh, or, yes. Yeah, I that, think I did period. ask you about this in the past. Yeah. Three, months, months, three months. Three um, months. When you're, when, when you're, when you're divorced and when your husband passes away, then it's four months. So, yeah. Okay. So that I took a break from it eventually. Yeah, so I took a break from it and I've been on a break for a bit because I also needed... You know, I'm not necessarily ready for a relationship, but I have been having conversations with Nabila and with, you know, other friends about when I want to get into it again, are those the type of people on these platforms that I actually want to be in a relationship with? Is that... Is, is that like the right place to be? I, and the longer that I'm divorced, the more concerned I'm getting. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know, Girl, about... please. You're still a baby. Still a baby. I know, right? <laughs> and, yeah. and, and the question, we were discussing this, this other, the other night with a friend of mine who's going to be divorced four years this year. Like, when have you been divorced too long? Um, when Ten years. So, so like when you were saying earlier about, you know, you, you don't even want to get married at this point or not, you don't want to, it's, it's not necessarily a must. If you are in a relationship, you can yes. live with somebody, whatever. So I wondered, is that because you've been divorced so long and now you've become accustomed to your life? You like your life, you like yes. the way that you're oh living, you know, and now you're in your comfort zone yep. and you don't want some random brat to come in here and, you know, upset the and apple. It's peace. I can hear yeah. <laughs> Yes. Do not mess up mm. my peace. Do not disrupt my life. Yeah. Mm. My last relationship really just fuck with my perception of what what I want and how much I how much do I want it? Is it is it worth me 
really compromising on things that I shouldn't be compromising on because I know that is uh, fundamentally who I am and I don't want to change those things, you know? So mm. when we talk about how long have you been divorced and what have you learned in that time? And I even said, Taira, you're still a baby, but you could experience something tomorrow that I've only experienced in my fifth year of divorce. You know what I'm saying? And as as cynical as I'm sounding now, I love love, Megro. And I think that when it's it's something that will just happen and it, and it will just happen whether you're ready or not because mm. of how it will happen, you will be ready. Am I making sense? You know what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah. Um, yes. And um, again, those things that you thought you would I will never do this and I don't want I, oh, another thing of mine was he has to have kids he has to have had been married before because they mm. understand what it's like to be a parent which is great but it doesn't mean that somebody who doesn't have kids can't understand that you know you could be limiting yourself for no reason exactly exactly um but at this point I really don't feel open to to being in a relationship and that's a hard pull for me because mm. I'm I I've never said that before but right mm. now I just feel nah I'm okay I'm cool yeah Even I just I just I know I am ready like I feel I could I could let someone in but then like where do I meet these people man because I'm a like the most introverted introvert you will ever you must meet. go to mosque my bro you must go I don't want to leave my house <laughs> <laughs> am I going to meet guys I'm going to start going to release at 6pm in the evening in the you know you know most in the single meal section to look for guys because I don't know where they're hiding I'm going to go on a Sunday afternoon when the single dads are buying the kids their schools lunch <laughs> I said to I said to Iman the other day perhaps we should go to the first Thursdays um <laughs> because those are like the, the type of 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 guys that that could be great you know yeah. professional yeah. people yeah. like yeah. let's do first Thursdays Iman has to be my wingman Wow. Yeah, and she's married and there'll be no competition. You're <laughs> so it'll be fine. Perhaps <laughs> remember that thing we went to? We, no, Vom. Like Vom. A speed vibe. Oh what? my God. It was the most horrible thing ever. I've actually been to two, right? I've been to two. Um, so let me just paint a picture. Um, mm. I think it, the intention was great because mm. um, these two different organizations try to uh, do a speed dating experience for muslim mid muslim and and they did it in different age groups which i appreciated so that was cool so what they did was the first one and that's the one you were with me at um yes was disgusting yeah that was gross um a sheep Why was it disgusting because the participants were gross or because no, they were saying about people um, <laughs> <laughs> it, um it was No, I don't mean I don't mean like in terms of the the way that they looked but the way that the the way that they were were they Oh, their behavior. Like, 
No, yes. we didn't even stick around for for more than oh, five okay. minutes. There were a lot of old people, Nabila. Like, and when I say old, I mean old. And they were um, they were like uh, five women to every every man, you know. Yes. Oh wow. Oh, that was that the other oh, I mean, problem. I don't mind being a second wife. Let me just put that out there. Um, me too. I don't mind. But, you know, but um, in that instance, I I wonder if there were married men there, um, China. Wow. And there was a lack. Okay. Of, I don't want to be ages, but like some of the men that were there, they had on like salad tops and long words and fizz. And that's wow. not Sister Marta. Sister Marta. I wouldn't want to be with someone that dresses like that on a day. Like that's not for me. I want to just like circle back to what you were saying about being a second wife. I feel like that's such a conversation that's it's so shrouded from the rest of society in a way um, because it is a step outside of the norm. So yeah. can you maybe talk a bit about that? Like what is the process? How do you decide? How does it work? Um, what is like when if you had to come in as a second wife, what would that mean? for you and for your kids because you would be coming in with children yeah um we we were discussing it the other day Nabila and I about the, the prospects of, of becoming second wives for me my personal opinion on it is the reason I would do that is because I don't necessarily want to be a full-time wife um, <laughs> like I, you know I the, the, I'm sold the, already is like appealing to me and but the problem is unfortunately that the way that um mean, or the way that it happens um causes trust issues the proper way to my mind where I would feel comfortable is if somebody wants to make me a second wife that they would tell their wife that they are interested in me and so that it's an open conversation about it and then, you know, come and discuss it with me and then get married. I'm not going to date the married man. That's just not going to be my position ever. Um, but the minute but the minute things are done, you know, in that cloak and dagger vibe, then how am I going to convince her that I haven't had an affair with her husband? How is she going to trust me? How are we going to... How, because essentially the three of us now are a family and there will be kids involved. Um, so how are we as a unit going to move forward um, and build a life together if there isn't trust from the get-go? This is for me problematic because um, our lives are going to now be, you know, intertwined with each other. And I don't want her to be looking at me like you were having an affair with my husband and now you're his second wife, even, even if that's not the case. Um, so for me, I'd rather have it that the wife is on board, that she's aware of it, so that that trust issues can be eliminated from the start already. How do you avoid that? Because first... That was going to be my question too. Like, yeah. how do you actually get ahead of that? Because where are you meeting this man? Where are you meeting? Did you go to mosque and then he's all with him and then... He's asking you to. Did you always know that he was married? And then how did you so, get so to the point the where thing, you discuss right? whether you, he's like wanting a second wife, whether that's the direction that his relationship is heading in? So so what I've heard, so I have a friend who, whose uncle got married to a second wife. Um, and the way that he did it was he saw somebody that he was interested in. And he went home and he told his wife he saw somebody that he's attracted to and he would like to make this person his second wife. 
they then, as a unit, approach this woman wow. and then do go this. So that is the right way. And you know, he he bought this property. Um, with the, what do you call those things with the house? So attached to semi, semi, a semi, oh, oh. semi, right? Yeah. And so he put his one wife, the one wife on mm-hmm. one side, and the other wife on the other side, and they built their lives together, and they were married for decades, um, because that was the right way that he, he, you saw somebody that he was attracted to, and he went home and he discussed with his wife. And no. so, but we don't do it this way, man. Yeah, like you said, yeah. that's how it should be. But that's, that's how it should be. be. That, that's that's 100% not how it is. Look, so you wonder. are maybe slipping into my, what do you call it, Nabila? Sliding into the DMs. What do, you, what do you call that? Sliding into the DMs. Yeah, that's right. the way it happens now. Yes. Let's not lie. Let's not lie because, and, and that's what I was thinking. Your uncle didn't have access. Okay, he's a great man, this man. Okay, well done to you, sir. And your wife, you know. But, okay, so ideally there would have been a conversation between the husband and the first wife and now they <laughs> are out on the prowl for a second wife you know what i'm saying for a sister wife. yes um yes but then also so out on the prowl that sounds so like yeah. so, <laughs> but that's exactly but then, what it is yeah and and the question now for me is how do we decide whether we actually want to okay now you smack me but how do we date to determine whether we are a good match or not, is that allowed? If your wife parted, is that is that okay? Because then you actually have a girlfriend that you're checking out and you're not sure if you want to marry her or not, but you will know. Um, um, I don't know, man. It's tricky. It's tricky thing to do. Um, I don't know, guys. I don't know what's yeah. the answer. I'm gonna because tell you guys. realistically, it's not. That's not how it happens. Nothing happens the way that it's supposed to happen, and that's why we're having problems now yeah. with with how to navigate the situation because it's not. It's not happening, especially for Muslim women. It's not happening like it's supposed to. How it's no. supposed to happen is the three of us are divorced women. <laughs> there are supposed to be men that are approaching us to marry us that is how it's supposed to be that the yes. second wives yes. are supposed to be widows and divorcees um you, the because men the muslim men in our in our communities are supposed to come and take care of us but they're not yeah. doing that being a wife is not a it's not an option for me i don't want it yeah because these <laughs> not the caliber i feel like they're not living their lives with integrity mm. so at me with a second wife gedachte because I, I'm not here for it, actually. Mark mm-hmm. me absent. Yeah. Yeah. And that's 100,000%, you know? Yeah. And but then it is, I, I think it is something that not everyone can do. No. Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. jealous as fuck. So I do like the, the history <laughs> of it, though, um, yeah. where, where you say that it is a way that women whose husbands had passed on were able to still get the care and support that they needed yeah. from a family unit. Um, yeah. But obviously, and, we live in different times now. Yeah, and back then, these men were dying because they were fighting wars, defending his mm. You know, really Longing honorable for those yeah. yeah. But they were honorable and, men. Honorable ah. men. I don't know if we can say the same for the men. Not, I'm not, I, wanna, I don't want to be like all men. But I don't, a lot of them. Enough to feel like it's all. Yeah, yeah unfortunately. Tahira and, um, and Nabs, you both have kids. I don't have kids. Um, 
So I don't, I mean, I don't even know what that would be like to navigate having kids as well. Like, when do you tell the guy you have kids? When do they meet the kids? I mean, I don't even know if you guys do that, honestly. Like, I I say on the get-go, I'm honest about the fact that I have three kids. <laughs> Because they are my kids. Like, we, we come mm. as a package deal. Um, it's it's never going to be, I'm, I'm the primary caregiver, so they live with me. <laughs> Um, so whoever's going to come into this environment is going to come into a family with these already four people. So, so you know, if if we are upfront and honest about what we want, you need to also be upfront and honest about your situation, so that the person can then also decide. No, you know, that's too much baggage for me. And I do have a concern that that is too much baggage for some people. You know, there is a, a worry um, that that men are going to be uncomfortable with that. That there is mm -hmm. this situation where you've got three small kids. Um, are they going to want to take that on? Is that too much responsibility? Does that lessen my chances of getting into another yeah. relationship you know you do have anxieties and and worries about things like that or at least for me personally i do it does concern me to a certain extent but not enough to hide the fact that i have children okay yeah uh, and i mean hiding it at i mean being upfront from the beginning i think if, if we expecting Um, honesty, transparency, and integrity, then we need to act in right. right? Um, and never, I've never been with someone who had a problem with my kids, you know, and um, I, I never want to be with someone, or I wouldn't be, I wouldn't pursue anything with someone who I felt were against me being a mother, because it's such a big part of who I am, really. And I think it comes through all the time. Although people at work can't believe I have kids. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. But again, like Tahira said, uh, Shines, in the beginning, right? It was really, you know, that phase I went through where I needed, con my confidence needed to be boosted. I guess. Am I still rich? Am I some? Mm. You know, am I <laughs> yes. to somebody? Is anybody gonna? Because I walked out of my marriage um, thinking I was worthless, that I was un. Mm. Yes, you know? and that's yeah. a whole other can of fucking. Yeah, it's another show. You know, I felt so <laughs> unlovable. I just yeah. felt. Yeah, I felt like I'm just not worth loving. Like nothing about me. Yeah, is no, and nobody would love us. And yet, yeah, and 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 and. Yeah. The fact that I was now that I had these two small kids because my girls were tiny at the time, you know. Yeah. There were all of those hang-ups, and I, well, I'm not gonna lie. There are still times when I think, no fuck, um, he, this guy, you know, I crash on somebody new every week, right? So I mean, I always think, no, you won't like someone who, so, and then something about myself. So yeah. Yeah. constantly, mm -hmm. cons always, all these years later, I'm still, you know, insecure about yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now I was going to say, like, I feel like um, because of that relationship, that relationship has 100% impacted how I choose to, or rather my list of things that I want out of my next relationship. Yeah. And I think, I think it can you know, it can weigh it down to such an extent that I myself um, cut, 
cut myself off from, from things because I, you know, I felt used in that relationship. I felt like I was a trophy wife. And so now um, the next relationship that I want to get into, I don't want, I don't want somebody that doesn't have perhaps the same um, social status as I am. I, I don't know if that sounds, you know, little whatever, but you know, yes, I'm you concerned mean. about things like that. Like, we should have similar interests. We should be able to talk about things, um, current events. I should be able to tell you about my work and you should be able to support me and understand me because that's not what I had in my marriage. That's not what I had in my relationship. And so when yeah. you look at dating or the next person is that you're going to date or perhaps marry, I always have this at the back of my mind. Yeah. Are you going to are you going to be the man that I need you to be? Um, because I didn't have that before. Yeah. Yeah. I have guys, we, we're gonna wrap up now and maybe we need a fun mm. um, episode. So for me the dating pool if you have a checklist of things and you need to this and you need to that. It really is a lot like, you know, those heated pools at Houdini, like a cesspool. <laughs> That's what you make. Oh, God. Um, the people, it's shallow yes. and full of shit. Full, yeah. maybe. It looks amazing. It feels amazing in the moment. Yeah. When you get home. But in reality. You, you're in the cack, literally. You, uh, yeah. you picked up all the germs. But yeah. um, I have found power in knowing what I don't want, you know, what I mm. yes. versus this is what I want, this is what I want, because that changes on the daily, you know, yeah. um, because I'm constantly changing. I feel that I'm still, still not, not, I mean, I love who I am now, who I'm becoming and who I'm constantly, um, just constantly healing and growing. And we didn't even get into that, the, the healing that yeah. So where I'm at at the moment is I'm just so shocked <laughs> and a little bit dumbfounded. So I feel like I'm just sitting here with my shoulders um, drooped, thinking mm. the actual, you know? Mm. Yeah. But I haven't lost all hope. I'm still hopeful, you know? Um but I'm really just not putting myself out there because I don't know how to. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. <sighs> I think we spoke about our insecurities and feeling worthless and wanting to feel desirable. But, you know, when, th when things changed for me was when I stopped wanting all this external validation. Mm. I stopped, how am I going to be desirable for men, fun for men, be that chill chick for men? I just stopped mm. all the for men part, I just removed. And I'm like, what do I need? What do I need to be better? What do I need to be an amazing person to myself first? And then if someone comes along, we can all share in that. Yeah. And add value. Add value. Add, va add value to my life. Like I'm literally, I always tell people, I am not for everyone. And that's okay. Yeah. Because was a, rejection is a big thing for me. But I'm mm. at the point like, if you don't like me and you reject me, it's really cool. I move on with my life. It doesn't even phase me. Yeah. Um, because I can, I have the same rights. I can also be like, hey, you're not for me either. I'm walking away. Sure. This isn't what I want. Um, so I would say my confidence has improved immeasurably in that sense. Um, 
I also didn't give up hope, but I just, I don't know where to go from here. I honestly don't yeah. know where to go. Yeah. I'm going to make to Ahu Amu then. Let me just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to follow the two of you, okay? Because I don't know you. <laughs> no, my only advice to you, Taira, is don't do anything I've done. Just dial out whatever you must. The lips don't dial Okay, okay. Noted, noted lips. Got it. No, I'm still waiting for my meet cute that Nick is going to organize in Weinberg. So, um,. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to be okay. I don't know what the rest of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll be at the ice hockey tonight to watch. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> yes. I know. We're <laughs> there, girl. We're going to find us a hockey player. Okay. We, okay. Um, in closing, I just want to give a shout out to Nicole Vanesh from Mbumalanga. She sent us such an amazing email and it meant so much to us. I think we were all having a cocky day and we got this email and we were like, yay! So thank you so much, Nicole, for taking the time to write. Firstly, to listen and then to write to us. We really, really appreciate it. Yay. Okay, now we can close. Yeah, so just to wrap up, um, we really appreciate the emails. So please keep it coming. If you have questions or comments or concerns, we really want to know your thoughts on this particular episode. You can email us at theskinnerbakerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow and rate us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And check in with us on Instagram or Facebook to stay up to date with news and what what. Um, we really want to hear from you. Don't be shy. Like, honestly, we just like the rest of y'all. And we'll see you next time. Thank you so much. Oh, yes. And then lastly, Taira. Thank you so much for joining us. You know, we were all cut nervous in the beginning because, <laughs> but really it was so insightful and refreshing. So thank you. It was amazing. So much thank fun, you. guys. Thank you Yay. so much, baby.